this week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, AMC Theaters feuding with Universal Pictures. The Venom sequel gets a new release date and a really shitty title. The Oscars changing their tune about streaming only movies. And there's no butts on Disney+. Plus. Lame. Well, at least not Daryl Hannah's butt. Plus a review of the latest Netflix action movie, Extraction, and a whole bunch more. All of this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, April 30th, 2020. <laughs> you know who this is, and you know why you're here. You want all the latest comic book and superhero TV and movie news, and by God, you found it. Forget everything else out there. Forget all the Scientology bullshit. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. Worship at the feet of the holy trio of geekdom. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Play it. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Yeah, what's up, listener? Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jockey nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Chuck. He's the nerd. And he's the rug boy. What's up, you puppety fuck? What's up with my... I don't know. Uh, uh, What's up with me? Yes. What's up with my puppetiness? I'm a puppety uppity man. The uppity puppet's name is Rug Boy. How you guys uh, hanging in? We're still, uh, nothing's changed. It's still world. It's the coronavirus. It's the corona. We're COVID. We're COVIDing together. Anthony, how's the at-home workouts going on? It's one question I had. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not I doing have, this. I have a 25-pound plate. Yeah. I have a 53-pound kettlebell. Nice. kettlebell. nice. So I use those two things, and then today I went for a, a run, which I never do. So oh, it's been going okay, I guess. Do you use like TikTok videos as inspiration while you're working out? That's what I picture. No, you got no, the TikTok no. going, and you're just although, fucking. Although kettlebells. learning a dance, it takes me about twenty to thirty minutes. That's a good workout. Wow, too. that is a good workout. Dancing the, the, the dance just keeps looping over and over, yeah. so you never stop until you really learn it. Dancing is a fucking. Uh, that'll get your heart rate going. Yeah. Uh, Rugs, are you exercising? <laughs> I am not. If drinking beer is exercising, yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. I'm not really drinking bourbon because it's expensive. Yeah. Get, get the nice cheap buzz going. You can going. get some sh- cheap slits and just keep yourself fucked up for a long period of time. Do you guys see any uh, crazy face masks out there yet? I've seen a couple of nutty ones. Well, I got a ninja mask. I didn't see anything what? crazy. Though. Oh, you got a ninja mask? That's amazing. On Amazon, you could order like fucking... Like a 10-pack of Ninja Masks. <laughs> I saw one on the internet that has like a hole in it for smoking. I want that one. I, it probably does not, you know, it's not going to work, but at least I can smoke. I want like the Shredder uh, helmet to go with my Ninja Mask. Those, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool. Bane one would be cool. Oh, a Bane mask would be great. I saw like this one lady had one side all jeweled and bedazzled, but not the other side. So I didn't know if it was done. That's the point. I don't know. I don't know if it was done. But all this is to say, uh, listener... At our merch shop at T Public, if you go to jockander.com slash shop, 
They are now offering face masks with any of our designs. Oh, shit. Meaning you could get a Jock and Nerd logo on your face. However, currently, it's out of stock. Oh. But, yeah, they sold out. But I'm sure. Of our face? No, just masks in general. Oh, okay. Imagine you could just wear a mask of me on you. You could put put the Rugboy design. You could choose any of our designs and put it on the mask. But they've offered this to all the T-Public shops, Anthony, so... Obviously, the demand was high. They're like, out of stock of masks, but they will get more. So I'll put a link in the show notes. Get a face mask. You're going to need a couple. Like, you're going to need at least three to switch through, right? You can't just have the one. I need yeah, things. You got to wash them, right? Exactly. Yeah. I need one to go to parties. I need one just hanging out. How do you wash them? You put them in the wash machine or you just put them under the sink and, you know, scrub them? I do. I throw them in the wash. Throw them in the wash mm. machine. Yeah. Make sure that shit is sanitized. So you have cloth washable, reusable masks. Yeah. And where did you get them out of curiosity? You just get them online or something? Yeah. Well, mine are like American flag ones because America. So, yeah, I bought them online and just had them shipped. I'm pretty sure that violates the flag code, Anthony. Oh, shit. You can't wear the mask on your face, can you? I don't know. We'll have to look it up. I don't know. We'll have to go to the code. Safety first before the flag. I have the like the medical ones because my mom, you know, she's had many surgeries. She's always in and out of the hospital. She just had... A few left over, so she had some. I got some for me and the like, wife. Can you wear Halloween masks? <laughs> I don't know. Sure, why not? Put a filter like, in I just want to wear my Halloween mask. Uh, I just go yeah. out there. I have, I have like President uh, Reagan. I can wear. Oh yeah, you go like all the masks from Point Break. You can wear those yeah. masks. Yeah, I why can not? do that from the Land of Confusion video from Genesis. All those masks. Yeah, all those masks. In the meantime, uh, just check our shop. Get a Jock and Nerd face mask. Uh, throw it in there. With uh, your other accessories in quarantine yeah. time. Yes. All right. Let's get to the news. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. I'm dying to get your thoughts, you guys, on this week's big story. There's a feud going on. There's feuding in the entertainment world between the world's largest theater chain, AMC Theaters, and a universal, and it's getting spicy, AMC Theaters now Refusing to play Universal films ever. Oh, shit. After comments Universal made about how successful releasing Trolls World Tour on video on demand was. Uh, It made about, they're saying, the movie made $100 million in about three weeks. And that's about what the original movie made in the theaters when it came out. And so... The guy from Universal, basically his comments were, these results exceeded our expectations, demonstrated viability of PVOD, which is premium video on demand. He's like, this is the new normal. As soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release movies on both formats. Well, AMC did not like this. And they said, we're not, we're not playing your movies anymore. And then a few days later, Regal Cinemas also joining in, refusing to play Universal movies. It's like somebody whose house burnt down saying, you'll never be allowed in my house again. Yes, but well, so this is what I want to know, because I see both (laughs) sides and I'm still I'm torn because initially I was like, well, this seems kind of childish. Well, a hundred million. That's not going to happen every time. That might be like a like a higher average. Well, this is right on on their point. This is a special situation. Everybody being locked down. It was a twenty dollar rental. Uh, and so it's kind of high for those rentals. So yes, it made a hundred million dollars that way, but that's only because of the situation. You can't say that this is the new normal going forward. 
I have a full. I have a couple of thoughts. Okay, a full breakdown. Yes, on this. give it a to full, us. A full tone down. Tone down. The tone down. <laughs> well, I need to make a fucking spot for that now. Um, so I think Universal obviously Universal is obviously pleased with the results. They're also thinking, you know, not only long term that theaters might go out of business, and this is kind of the first step to doing that and yep. just eliminating them. Yeah. Um, but also that people might be afraid to go to theaters for a bit. Sure. So even if theaters open up, they're like, let's just do both uh, at the same time simultaneously. So I could see their point. Yeah. Movie theaters are definitely going to be pissed off because if you release things at home, you know, a video on demand, that's obviously going to cut into your business. Yeah. They've also probably made, as AMC mentioned, agreements with these big studios. Like, hey, yes. you're going to put these in our theater. This is how we like kind of live. And now you're undercutting us. And as they put it, you know, um, not having good faith negotiations on this. So I see both points. I don't yes. think, I, I do think in one sense, um, Universal's kind of in the wrong because especially huh. if they have a, um, a contract yeah. agreement with, yeah. with the major movies. Well, they said, the they said they are going to put them out in the theaters and on VOD at the same time, which right. is and something. I, but I don't think those were, that's not in the contract. I think I don't first think that's look in the was the theaters, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think, in this sense, although you know it's a unique time, I think Universal is more in the wrong. Yeah. But as Rug has mentioned, if theaters don't exist after this, then there's all moot point. But well, see, yeah. There's so uh, on the counter a lot that, to digest. I know on the counter that a- you, AMC was. You know, remember we talked about how they were like we may have to file for bankruptcy, and I'm pretty goddamn sure that the movie theater landscape will be absolutely different. Like there will not be as many screens. Once things I agree come with back. that. I There's, think that people still are going to want to get out, but it's not going to be as many people. And Universal got to keep about 80% of the fucking profits. Oh, shit. Whereas when it goes through the theater, the theater gets a cut and they get so it was more profitable for them to do it this way. Now, can I ask one question? Yes. Because it's not clear in the report. Is it just domestic? Because it's if it's just $100 million in America, that's a lot of money. If it's a hundred million worldwide, then it's not it's it's not really that big of a percentage. It's a hundred million North America. Whoa, that's a big number. That's a yeah, big but that's did really well. But that's only because families are stuck at home and they want something new and it was there. I, I think in a normal situation it wouldn't have made a hundred million dollars. That that's a high number. Yeah. I think that realistically, if if we ever go back to theaters, that number is gonna be a lot lower, maybe like fifty million. So. I just uh, there's there's points to both sides, and I don't know who's I mean who's in the wrong. So let's just say that they go through this. AMC, we're never seeing Universal movies ever again. What are we missing? Oh, only such huge franchises as your Fast and Furious, your Jurassic Worlds, your James Bonds, your Despicable Me's, your Minions, and uh, they've created a lot. I mean, it's a huge movie studio. I mean, Universal is one of the big six. It's not yeah, like a, yeah. a small movie yeah. studio. However, on the other point, I feel like the movie studios have been trying to pull this off for They're gonna a They're going to be on the cock. They were try- the Peacock, yes, which you can get now if you are a Comcast Xfinity subscriber. NBC is Universal is the same company. It's NBC right? Universal, which also owns Comcast and Xfinity, so this is a huge fucking conglomerate. I mean, so Comcast could- swinging their cock right. Comcast now. could open up their own theaters if they want, just to play the Universal movies. These are these are huge franchises that uh, maybe Fast and Furious has two more movies out. Jurassic World. Do you know what the third movie's called? By the way, I kept forgetting to mention this. No, what is it? It's called Jurassic World Dominion. Like that? 
Floppy Jock. It's all right. <laughs> Dominion, Fast and the Furious 9 and 10 is supposed to be coming out. So right now, whenever movie theaters open, the next big blockbusters that are still on the schedule are Christopher Nolan's Tenant for July 17th and Walt Disney's Milan July 24th. Still no, no chance. Probably things. not happening. I, I would say like, I mean, I, I like the idea of movies being able to watch movies when I, like instant release video on demand. I do like that idea, yeah. but I, I do still think the movie going experience, especially for big movies is still something I, I like. Well, come on. Variety is a spice of life. Right. You, know, you yeah. want every once in a while you want to get out of the fuck out of the house. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, there, there will, there was mm-hmm. nothing for me that'll ever, I don't know if it'll ever be like watching Endgame in that crowded oh, yeah, theater with absolutely. on opening night and it, having having the crowd reaction yeah, to it. It's a, it, it felt like watching a sports game. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that is an experience you cannot recreate. On the other hand, it's a lot cheaper uh stay at home. You got to don't Absolutely. Have, you don't got to put pants on and uh you can enjoy a movie uh but you, and you don't have to pay 5 bucks yeah. for pop 5 bucks for water Seven dollars for, for a pop candy bar. What about yeah. What if this is the new norm? If you build it, they will come. Like, let's say, like, it, it'll behoove you to create a great theater experience in your house, and you can invite all your friends and have like your people that you like and watch the movie with them. Well, that's the other thing is like giant HD flat screen TVs are pretty cheap. Like everybody has them now. Uh, it, can you can you get a theater type screen like nineteen seventeen? Yeah, that's a theater yeah. movie. You can get you can get a fucking small digital projector. But if you sit real close, it seems like you that. hold your or, or if you take your phone and put it right up against your one remember, eye. Remember when you watched <laughs> The Irishman on Netflix on your phone and Martin Scorsese got mad? Uh, Don't be watching that shit on the you know, phone. It's like you know the Oculus Rift goggles. Yeah, just you put just it in put your VR. phone in there, and it's bigger than any screen that you can get. I got a better idea. All this is what we need to do: just make theaters for single people. Just one person at a time goes into one theater, watches a movie. Next. How about that? Like, that like a peep show? That, that That's what they used to be called. <laughs> that's what they used to be called. Yeah. <laughs> that is not coronavirus friendly. Uh, listener, no. let us know what you think about the, the feud. Droplets. And, yes, there's droplets everywhere at the <laughs> peep show. Oh, my God. Then you got the jizz mopper guy. His job is just to mop it up. What a horrible, what a horrible existence. How do you put that on a resume? Uh, listener, let us know who you think is in the right. AFC Universal. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jocka Nerd Nation. It's exclusive. It's closed. All of us are in there. We post crazy things. Like, for example, that you can watch. I made a reaction video this week, you guys. That was hilarious, oh, you, by the way. Oh, thanks, Rugs. Uh, basically, Jason, Jason Dutch from Voice from the Underground posted on our Facebook group. Hey, check out this crazy Sizzler commercial. You guys should review it. I'm calling you out. But I'm like, how do you review a commercial on a podcast? And I, you had to watch this thing. So I did one of those uh, reaction videos that uh, all the YouTubers are doing. Nice. And you can only find it at the Facebook group on our Patreon or the link in the show notes of this I liked episode. It. I, I that was fun. Ooh. Runway That's the most. <laughs> you should wear a fedora while you do it. Ooh, as well. I need That's a. Fe- I can't. I got headphones on. I can't. Don't you have a fedora? I do have a fedora. You could wear yeah. the fedora underneath the headphones. Uh, no, really? Maybe yeah. behind it. I'll, I'll turn them down. Yeah. I'll check out. I, a- I've. I w- for work. I wear a baseball hat and I put the headphones over the hat. The, oh, the baseball hat. hat is different. It's a little tighter fitting. True. The fedora. You shave your head. I don't. Well, then that, throw on the fedora. Dude, that may have to happen too because I haven't had a haircut in like six weeks. So me neither. I'm, I like the whole like Spider Man framing you on both sides. Yeah, there you go. You could see my setup. Uh, yeah. So join the Facebook group or check the link. 
You got a bright red jock and nerd shirt on. It was great. Check the show notes for can this go, episode. Can you, uh, if we get enough listener requests, yeah. maybe if someone donates, ups their donation to $15 a month, yeah. you'll do the next one with your shirt off? Uh, no. <laughs> that, that would take a lot more money. And you don't want to see I that. I think you should do more of those. Those are fun for me my to My shirt watch. off? No, I'll leave my shirt on. No, I'll <laughs> no, do more. No, you can do them with clothes on. So the, it, it was a, a, <laughs> How about just a bra? <laughs> the bro? The bro's ear? The man's yeah, ear? Get a, yeah, put a man's <laughs> ear on. Uh, I, didn't even, I reacted to it was a Sizzler commercial from the 90s. But if you guys have recommendations for other fun short videos, I have some. But I want to watch something I've never yeah, seen like, let's before. Let's make everyone watch fucked up shit. Yeah. Like really quick though, like n- not a whole movie. Like I actually something. think this could be something, something here. Right. I think we might be onto something. Jock and nerd reaction videos could be no, a well, thing. For Imran, that could be your niche. Yeah, no one cares about me okay, reacting. The nerds, yeah. React- Let's make it a thing, listener. Like my facial expressions, I got one. Right. <laughs> I like this. Let's make this a thing and send me suggestions. And, and I'm too boring, uh, so you you would have to be the guy. No, he had some screamers. I had some, I had some good ones. I laughed like audibly at least three or four oh times. Oh my God, that's a good sign. All right, I'm going to have to do some more. Look for yeah. more Nerd Reacts videos from the Jock and Nerd podcast. Holy crap. You, they, yeah, you can't monetize on You YouTube, have a job though. now, listeners. Send them some fucked up shit to look yeah, at. Shit. All right, back to the news. Uh, speaking of when theaters are going to open up, what are they going to do? You may have seen stories, several. I think there's like 20 states that are slowly phasing in openings of businesses with new crazy rules like here's the thing i noticed this is what's going to be a thing in stores and malls is you enter one way and you're going to have to exit a completely different way like well, that's already been a thing at uh, grocery stores yeah they i saw that put into a couple stores i was like oh they cut that off so that you can't you know pass people and then you just got to follow the arrows and stand on the dots but in georgia uh some of these theaters are opening up and some amc theaters are slowly opening up and they have new guidelines which i thought were interesting because it seemed like stuff they should have been doing already so they said uh showings at movie theaters will need to be seated at least six feet apart no party can be larger larger than six people uh so of course it's going to limit theater capacity they're probably going to tape off a bunch of sections ushers at the theaters will be required to help enforce social distancing tape will need to be placed on floors uh employees are required to clean Every seat, armrest, door handle, handrail, and doorknob before and after each showing. <laughs> oh, that's never happening. No, no it's not. No. Those no. guys are lazy as fuck. I used to work in the theater. It's not going to happen. That, that, that high schooler is not Yes, doing that. you're absolutely right. We talk, I mean, you think restaurants are fucking dirty in the back? I've known friends who've worked in theaters, and I've seen them just throw like a large Coke like on the seats and popcorn and then just walk away. Uh, like nothing happened. They're not fucking taking the time to wipe everything They're down. They're not doing it. This is not going to happen. This is not going to work unless you hire. Some- There's like a thousand seats in that theater. You know, another business that's going to be big is like COVID-19 cleanup uh, crews, like guys that can actually sanitize like businesses. That'll be like, you're going to have to hire all these like coronavirus uh, sanitation companies. Just wait for herd immunity. Just wait. Yes. <laughs> herd immunity will, will. Maybe get here in a year. But good luck, teenagers cleaning every fucking seat. Before. This is, you know, they should have been doing this already, and they don't. They barely sweep up, and that's why there's sticky floors well, all look, the time. There's, look, there's. They used to have cloth seats in theaters, right? And they've made the move to like pleather, yeah, vinyl and shit, which is a little bit easier to clean. Because if you had cloth seats, oh, there's no way you're getting shit out of there. It's kind of nasty to even think about. We used to sit on those fucking cloth seats. Who knew the fuck? Imagine all the farts buried in those fucking. That foam. Pee Wee Herman could have been jerking Ma- off. Imagine just all the popcorn you <laughs> dropped on the chair and yes. I was like, eh, I'm going to still eat it. 
No. <laughs> that just like has that just been ass blasted for like I'm a thousand real. asses. <laughs> just eating garbage, just blasted farts into that thing. <laughs> and then you just you just uh, put your popcorn. Fuck, I've done that too. And it touched yeah. you basically have a thousand farts on that piece of popcorn that you <laughs> just shoved in your mouth. Corn. It is now fart corn. And that's why I have herd immunity. Because I ate that popcorn. Popcorn <laughs> smells like feet, anyways. You know, you ever like when there's. A, uh, I like popcorn. Where there's popcorn po- does not smell like sometimes feet. Sometimes to about? be, it does. When there's Listen, a lot of popcorn, it I'll smells like. I'll tell you something. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. F- dog feet smell like Cheetos. I mean, or. <laughs> what? Or, 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 um, what? Or tortilla chips. Dog's feet smell like or tortilla chips. Fritos. Fritos. Okay. Okay. Like this corn is chips. A strange. Go turn. smell a dog's foot. You're going to smell sm- Fritos. I smell my dog's foot. It does. It smells like a dog's foot. I don't know. All right, look. Just do it. <laughs> get a Frito in your hand, a Frito lay, and get your dog, and then see if you can tell the difference. I I, I challenge you. Oh God, no! Look, I used to like popcorn. I don't anymore. Sorry to all the popcorn lovers. I like popcorn. I like popcorn. Uh, I like making popcorn. Oh, do you? you make popcorn? You can make popcorn. You, can make you popcorn. take little kernels and you put it in a pot. You watch them pop. <laughs> Fuck those kernels. They get stuck in your teeth. It's the most annoying thing. Who thought this was a good experience? Oh, you! I know why you don't like yeah. it. It's the you, uh, fucking hate. You just gave it away. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like You, you had to get a whole new set of teeth because of this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. before, they would get well, stuck you in your flossing. teeth. But yeah, well, it's full of popcorn. That's what the problem was. <laughs> oh, shit. Full of popcorn. So now you, right. your whole entire <laughs> theory done? falls apart. We're done with the popcorn. <laughs> Have uh, we ever talked about the fact that you don't have real teeth? Well, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, I have. They're called implants, people. They're better than real teeth, but now everyone knows. Thanks, Anthony. Let me tell you about Tony. All right, Tony ruins lives. Can you feel when you when you chew on stuff? Do you like? Do you know that something is in your mouth? Yes, I know when something is in my mouth. I'm not just not numb, but I will accidentally bite your finger off if you put it in there because right. I can't. You don't, you don't know. Yeah, sometimes I've bitten the dentist a little too hard, and she's like, "Watch." Anyways, how do we get to my teeth? <laughs> the fuck? Back to these notes here. Uh, the Venom sequel has a new release date. You motherfuckers, uh, Tony. I didn't do anything. You fucking you, you hung yourself out to dry, Imran. I'm pumped. I just yeah, me too. I was just here when it happened. You were a witness. You were a witness. Uh, wait. Okay. Look, I want to talk about the Venom sequel. because it talk was about it. It was going to come out October of this year. Yeah. No chance. No. It's now coming out June 25th, 2021, and it has an official title. It is called Venom Let There Be Carnage. This is going great. Sounds like a 90s. Exactly. It's the shitty title perfectly fits the shitty 90s. Maximum carnage. Yes, let there be carnage. So we know we're getting carnage, obviously. Uh, but It just should have been car- called Venom 2 Carnage. Venom 2, Carnage 2. Venom, Carnage 2. Venom, Carnage as well. I don't know. Carna- carnitas? Should have been called Venom 2 with, <laughs> not with Carnitas. Carnage Asada. Carnage. That's where I was going. Carnage Asada. Nailed it. Uh, so, I've used that joke. So in horrible title. Yes, let there be carnage. But also... Spider-Man Homecoming, Doctor Strange 2 have now moved dates. Uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming threequel, the third movie, uh, is now going to be on November 2021. And uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness 
is now March 25th, 2022. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All these movies are just pushback. Yes. I was just going to say, it doesn't fucking matter. No. We don't even know when the gov- the economy is really going to open Everything up, so. is a mess right now. So, like, release dates are completely irrelevant. They're just placeholders. Yeah. We don't know. It's all just happen. in the air. We may or may not get fucking movies at all. A big tentpole movie. Uh, here's somebody who's changing their tune, though, due to the coronavirus. It's the Oscars, Anthony. Oh, yes. I've heard about this because I'm, I'm big on the Oscars You've now. You've been watching. We'll get to that. We've been watching a lot of Oscar movies lately. And now they will allow streaming only films to be eligible for the Academy Awards for the first time just for this year. Yeah. Before that, you needed to have like a, a couple like a week or two runs yes. in a major city yeah. before you could Which have. This is why Irishman came out right. and Roma would come out for like a month. Right. Just to qualify. But now, uh, you're not, like code uh, code six underground or whatever could be nominated. Any I mean, movie, anything that's going to be nominated yeah. is probably going to be released video on demand. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot of great. I mean, if you talk about uh, original movies from Hulu and Amazon and Netflix, these are all now up for an Academy Award. Netflix is jumping for joy, dude. Yeah, and they were killing it already. Slowly every year, more and more nominations. Uh, and now they could kill. So good for the Oscars. Let's hope, let's see if it sticks. It probably won't. No, I don't think it's gonna. It's only gonna. It's gonna revert back to what yeah. it was once it's more normal to go back to theaters. Rugs, got any comments on this? What on the Oscars laying stream films? <laughs> yes. I mean, they really have no choice. I mean, there's movies that need to be released, and it'd be what are they gonna do? Like get shuffled over to the next possible year? No, it doesn't make sense. They're not gonna so. have a show. Like there's gonna be no nothing to nominate. Yeah, so. I mean. So it makes sense. I mean, look, we're in uh, unprecedented times. Yeah. Things are going to be different. For what so it's, it's worth, okay. included in that announcement, not that I don't think very, very many people give a fuck about this, but <laughs> I, I suddenly care because, again, Oscars, I'm now Mr. Movies. Oscar. Yes, you um, are. Sound editing and sound mixing uh-huh. has been merged as one category. It's now just... Best sound. Oh, that was two categories: sound editing and sound, sound mixing. Well, that saves about three minutes. Yeah. Yes, that will. Now the show will only run three hours and thirty minutes long. And for what it's worth, sound mixing and sound editing. I think last year they were different winners. So one yeah. less winner. One less winner, but easier. That's true. Maybe easier to pick. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, when when you just say best sound, that could mean it's anything. like could it be a the great soundtrack? Could right. it be? A great score? Could it be a great... What do you think about this, though? Like, that they're hacking away at things, and they're kind of, like, like taking away categories or just lessening things? I think it needs a, an update and a streamline. You think that just people are not going to tolerate any kind of bullshit anymore? Like, redundancy? I, I just think sound editing and sound mixing, no... Me, me, me the, the dumbass guy, yeah. I, I didn't know what the fuck dif- the difference was, so... I think they were just trying to eliminate confusion i mean it's only gonna affect like the hardcore movie geeks and sound geeks you know and the industry as long people. as that there is a ancillary um acknowledgement somewhere else like, i think they have like a bunch of oscars that are not on the main show yeah 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 as long as they get their oscar even if it's not televised i think it's fine i actually i think that might be incredible i think they they televise everything and there was um well they're not going to do that separate show yeah, no, and I think they, they've always televised everything, and there was a lot of uproar because they wanted to stop televising, like, best short or best right. short film or right. best animated, and right. there's so much uproar. So I think, actually, everything is televised, mm. which is why the Oscars are so goddamn long. Well, I think that, no, actually, let me correct you. I think that there was a special effects Oscars 
like a technical Oscars. Uh, okay. There's a technical award. Separate. Yeah. Uh, am I right or am I wrong? I don't know. I think he's right. There's a there's a Oscars. I don't technical trust Imran, so we're gonna undecide. Someone look it up. <laughs> but look, listen. All right, you guys look it up. Somebody look it up in the show notes. Look, this Oscars been running for over a hundred years. You have to every so often streamline your fucking categories and change things, add new things. I mean, I'm still waiting for like a motion capture uh, uh, category, and that would be great because there's a lot of great stuff being doing there. Sure. So there is a technical award. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm looking it up. Somebody is screaming at their podcast. Okay, well, you look it up. Yeah. The 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 one guy that cares more about the Oscars. Yes. Than, oh, yeah, than here you. we go. Mr. Oscar. Give us the rug down, Rex. Am I right? Yes. It is a, it's called the Oscars Scientific and Technical Awards. Ah. A separate presentation. Yes, it's a separate presentation. At a, at a formal, not the Oscars, formal dinner. But it is Oscars. Yeah. It is done by the Oscars. It is done by the Oscars. What a grouch. <laughs> Bitch, I live in a trash it's can. Hi, <laughs> Bert. The Sci-Tech Awards. <laughs> you got any smack, Bert? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Jesus, you just got us into a Dave Chappelle sketch. Uh, remember how we were talking about there's nothing new on Disney Plus? Well, they're releasing something uh, new that's kind of cool on May 4th, which is traditionally Star, Star Wars Day. Uh, May the 4th be with May you. May the 4th be with you. And it's the premiere of the eight-episode eight docuseries called Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. Geek Boner. It's all about them making the show. And even in the trailer, you see where they talk about the projection screen. And you kind of see how everything's a screen and how people were like, holy yeah. shit, that's crazy. Is that really something to be jazzed up about? Well, you can also see behind-the-scenes stuff of Baby Yoda and how the show was put together. So I'm getting deleted scenes. I'm getting the special features. Yeah, but from- then there's a roundtable of uh, all the directors and cast sitting around sharing story. I love stuff like this. I think it'll be a good uh, docuseries. I mean, it's it was good for a laugh. Yeah, for a laugh to hold you. Well, it's something clearly to hold everyone over until the second season of Mando comes on sometime in October, I think. Yeah, really, this really does nothing for me. But you know that I don't like Star Wars. I know you don't like Star Wars, but many people do, Anthony. A lot of, of our course. listeners do, and they might like this next bit of news. Uh, also tying into uh, Star Wars Day, Reed Pop, the company that puts on the some of the biggest conventions across the country like C2E2 New York Comic Con and Star Wars Celebration they're hosting an online they're calling it an online revelry may the 4th be with you and revenge of the 5th on the 4th and 5th it's kind of like a two day online Star Wars celebration event where they'll be live tweeting movies uh of uh, and then you'll have a Q&A with actors and writers and fans will can take part in trivia quizzes giveaways uh, will it will it be lightsaber battles done by virgins? There'll be virgin lightsaber. You gotta. How is it a Star Wars celebration if you don't have virgins doing or, or incels? Either yes, one. You gotta have incel lightsaber battles. Very important. But those are my favorite in every convention. I uh, I've seen a lot of these virtual conventions uh, popping up here and there, and this one. I think for Star Wars fans, will be really cool. I'm already looking at the next fucking thing. And so this is hilarious. This is the best thing we're gonna. I wanted to wrap the news up with this talking about Disney Plus, where you can see all the Star Wars movies, you can see all the Marvel movies, but the one thing you can't see is Daryl Hannah's butt. Oh shit! What a travesty! There's no butts on Disney Plus. Yes, I'm. I'm a little bit upset. So in the movie Splash, Anthony, you ever seen Splash? I think I've seen bits and pieces oh, of it. Fuck, it's a great, it's a great movie. Young Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah is sexy Can as we play the mermaid. That one clip of 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 the guy at the Statue of Liberty. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the link in. Somebody noticed that there's a scene at the end of Splash where Daryl Hannah is running off into the water, and you can see her ass, and it's a great ass. And I remember watching this as a kid, going, "Oh shit, you're gonna see her butt." But now, if you watch the movie on the Disney Plus, you will see some really bad CGI'd hair. Uh. Like stuck to her ass, not moving. What does that look like to you, Anthony? Does it look good? Well, actually, the clip I'm seeing of her ass, they still had it covered up. Yeah, but, the hair went but they, down. They just like add more hair to cover, like even like her cheeks are showing. So you but, see like, the bottom no of crack. it, right? You see the bottom of it a little. But they, <laughs> it looks they the the clip of her with more hair just so so bad. It looks like. They sasquatched her ass. Yes, it looks like Chewbacca's pubic hair taped to Daryl Hannah's ass. Like, why? Oh, shit. So, they, All right, I got the clip. Okay. Disney, there are other movies that they have censored on Disney+. Plus. So, this one someone just caught and was like, what the fuck is going on here? Play the audio. It's, it, it, it's great. Because he's doing the thing where he's talking about the Statue of Liberty and he's saying the same thing over and over again while she's getting out of the thing. Yeah. And finally, she guts up to Ellis Island. And the guy who's saying this, like, spiel about the Statue of Liberty sees her and then fucks up his spiel. The statue is a gift from French citizens and has come to symbolize hope for naked women everywhere. <laughs> Bocce ball! <laughs> hey, 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 come on that's where they see it. Bocce balls. In that scene, her, her butt is clearly visible. So I wonder if they, they had to have edited that too. In I the wouldn't. Disney Plus Why? Medicine. It's just some person's butt. Yeah. Like you take them to a museum. You see butts all over the place. <laughs> yes, you do. You take them to the Met. Yeah. There's not asses in every fucking corner. All the paint, Renaissance paintings and sculptures. Uh, yeah. yeah. The art museum. There's nothing wrong with an Come ass. Come on, Disney Plus. Let them see the ass. It's fine. Lame. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> great. Listen, before we take a break, you guys, we got a shout out. We have a special sponsor for this month, a returning sponsor. You may remember them. It's Manscaped. Oh, these are my favorite ads. Back uh, back for this month. Of course, the company that, fan. that offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. You may have remembered a few months ago with our Big Heads Media Network where we had a month-long uh, Manscaped promo where they had sent us the Lawnmower 2. Well, this time, listener, they reached out to us, and we have our own code that is live right now. If you go to manscaped.com, use the code Jock and Nerd, you will get 20% off. And free shipping. Yee. And Anthony, they are sending us the lawnmower 3.0. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I like my lawnmower 2.0 that we got from I, before. I don't know how much better the 3.0 can be. The 2.0 is pretty good. but If it shaves your balls for you? Yes. Do I not have to do anything? <laughs> I just stand there and I go... Balls shave, and then it just goes. If it if it cups my balls while I'm sh- while they're being shaved, then I'm I'm. One can in. only dream. I needed to have voice commands like shave balls now, and then it just goes. It does it. But the code is live. Uh, in the next few weeks, we will tell you how awesome the lawnmower 3.0 is. We should have it soon. Uh, I would like my boss to have a five o'clock shadow. You can do that. It comes <laughs> with trimmers in different sizes. Yes, I want it to be distinguished. <laughs> Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Uh, this is a trial run for this month, and then if it goes well, they are going to extend it. So, listener, we need your help to make us look good to Manscaped during the month of May. Everyone, just buy something. Use the code Jock and Nerd. 
I know people are rocking the Amazon forest down there. You definitely yes. need to trim. The time is now. Pete. Yeah. Your balls will thank you. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and uh, return and actually review a new fucking movie for once. I can't wait. Right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, guys. This is Venice, and I've got a message from a friend of mine about my favorite podcast. It's your boy, Flavor, Flav, and Full Effect. Check this out, everybody. I want y'all to go check out TJ. What's good, everybody? TJ Johnson here from Voice from the Underground. I am the most handsome. Big ass. And I'm smoking my cigar, of course. You know what I'm saying? The Dutch. You pick me up in an Uber and a PT Cruiser, I'm calling Lyft. Because <laughs> <laughs> they be fighting the power, talking about social issues, politics, you know what I'm saying? And we're not even that good. Right, we're terrible. Terrible. Tangents all over the place. And not only that, but they be keeping it fun with the sports, music, comics, and movies too. Am I allowed to I talk? Think, I think, no, not right now. Shut up, just... colonizer! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He on Twitter at VFU Podcast. So you can find them, you can find them. So check one, two. This is Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy. Okay. What Flav was trying to say is, check out Voice from the Underground on your favorite podcast network. Voice from the Underground. My name's Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. I started the show as a way to offload some of my thoughts every week, and I quickly found out that I wasn't really alone in those thoughts, and I was connecting with other people who kind of felt the same way as me. So join me each week as I pour some whiskey and offload some thoughts about News, entertainment, politics, just whatever might come to my head during the week. So that's the Adulting with Donnie podcast, and you can find it anywhere that awful podcasts are served, and also great podcasts. Listener, if you're enjoying the show, you should definitely join our fan club. Just visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. There's multiple tiers, multiple awards, but for as little as a dollar a month, everybody gets bonus content and uh, early access to the weekly show in an exclusive podcast feed nerd. just for our supporters. Coronavirus still out there? Corona binge reports still flying out of our Patreon feed. Anthony, yes. get us updated. What have you binge watched this week? Well, since we last recorded? Sure. Okay. I've done 12 Years a Slave Extraction, which we're going to talk about. Yep. I did an instant reaction to that. Uh, the Hurt Locker, Shape of Water, ah. Spotlight, and I did Arrival. Ooh. And there'll be more to come probably before the show post. Lo- oh, absolutely. Quality uh, quality movies there. You're, it, it seems like you're going through Oscar's past. Last few Correct. years, right? That yeah. is what I'm doing. I'm going through Oscar's past. How do you feel about it, Anthony? You know, I've actually really enjoy them. I think I've enjoyed mostly all of them, and I haven't given a low rating to really any of them. I, I feel like I'm uh, getting more cultured in terms of watching really good movies. I saw your ratings post on your Instagram, and some a couple of it was uh, surprising. But this is these set of movies are great. It's like when the Oscar gets it right. Now, the question is: Are you ready to be challenged? Well, I felt like. Birdman was pretty fucking challenging. Birdman's for me. challenging. Oh, that's definitely a challenge. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's like the most, but it's definitely it's it, it's it's in that that wheelhouse, right? 
And the one I just watched recently, um, Arrival. Yes, let's talk about this for a second because I've seen this movie. And it's a very divided opinion. And I actually kind of enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I thought it was great. Some people fucking hate this movie. Like, it falls in with, like, Interstellar and, uh, I think, Annihilation, these sci-fi movies that have, there's always the twist ending. But I really liked it. Rugs, have you seen Arrival? Arrival. Of course. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I thought it was a very, when when you get into this stuff, when you get into like uh, quantum, the quantum realm, and the infinite possibilities of things yeah. and yeah. time, yeah. and how it's, like it's, it's meaningless, yeah. and how somebody who's advanced that like we're we're like we're like not that advanced in the grand scheme of things, but we 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 understand that there is a possibility of this stuff, and then there's possibly beings that understand the universe way more than we do because yeah. they're either here old they're older yeah. or whatever or they they they've evolved that's all fucking fascinating shit to that me that point of view yeah. is really interesting yes and you got to understand that there's there's like people in the science world that fucking they they live in this fucking land all the time yeah and we just get to get a little glimpse in these movies they little they pepper a little bit of the shit in the the shit that unravels your entire Space and time, the way you perceive it. Yeah, they no similar. It also reminded me of Contact, where in that movie they did a lot of research and talked to a lot of scientists, and right. uh, Gravity was the same way. It reminded me. I said it in the review, but uh, I'll say it here as well. And uh, for what it's worth, I put these movies out on my Instagram, and I'll have people message me yeah. like, "Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. Or, that movie sucks." Yeah. I got a lot of people like, "Oh, Arrival. I don't like that." Yeah, movie. Yeah, a lot of people don't like get this movie, but uh, that the. Without spoiling anything, the the scene where you kind of reveal everything, yeah, it reminded me of Doctor Manhattan in Watchmen. Oh yeah, in, in the TV series yeah. where he can he can sense time, like yes, time to him. He's living in the moment. All, he's at all living times. in all of time, which is a right. crazy thing. You know, it's funny. Uh, Seth Morgan just commented on the Patreon of the arrival. He says, yeah. "I literally fell asleep for probably forty minutes in the theater." So <laughs> some people don't get it. Now, Rugs, you also put up a Corona binge report. For Sonny Chiba in 1974, <laughs> Street Fighter. Did you listen to that? I have not. I want to watch the movie again. Oh, what a crazy fucking movie. So Fiddlesticks Winterbottom left a comment on our Patreon post for that Corona Binge Report. He asked, Rugs, did you watch the original X-rated version? I'm thinking you didn't because you didn't mention the eye poking or throat ripping and the best or most shocking scene in the movie. Remember the scene where he ripped the guy's Frank and Beans off? Oh, shit. No, I, that's, that's the, oh, that's that's the version, version that I've you, seen. That, yes. All that happens? That's great. You got to watch this yeah. again. <laughs> that's, Listen, that's, <laughs> I can tell you this movie is not... I don't think Anthony can rock, fucking roll with this movie. <laughs> it's just... The hero of the movie is despicable. Like yes, it's not gonna... like he's a terrible man. <laughs> I can't, in good conscience, root for this protagonist. Like I fucking love it because <laughs> it's so. Like there's no fucking way that. How did this movie even fucking? It's a response to like exploitation films yeah. where you following like the pimp or whatever. Yeah. Like this is just great. It's like Taxi Driver, but like it just makes no sense. It's there's no like like Taxi Driver. There's like at least a commentary right. on this. Yep, like yeah, yeah. this guy's fucking mentally deranged. Yeah, yeah. In this movie, it's just like no, he's the hero of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch it, Anthony. I can't believe I still haven't rewatched uh, Street Fighter. I'm gonna do it this week because I've never seen it. 
Oh, I guarantee it's you. It's on the Amazon it. Prime. Good stuff. Uh, Jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Sign up. Get all that stuff. You would also, the supporters saw my reaction video first because I put that there as well. Let's get to this week's movie review. It is Extraction, made by Netflix, put out on Netflix. Here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Before you start, Imran. Yes. I I think we all, I'm not, we'd have to check the tape or the audio. Yeah. But I think we all kind of agreed last week that we didn't give a fuck about this movie. Yes, when I broke the news, I was like, oh, look, Russo Brothers, it's a mini Marvel reunion, Hemsworth, and you're all like, nah. Yeah. And nah. then we end up, I ended up watching it randomly, and now we're, we're all reviewing it this week, which well, is I, it, how so, the world turns. It's Look, first of all, I'm super excited that we could talk about a new released movie that is something that's been missing. Talking about old movies is great. But in this new world, like, this is a big release for Netflix right here. Like, this is a big action movie that would have been, that could easily have been in a theater. But, uh, it's, it's, it's caught a lot of buzz this week. And, uh, it's, it was made for $65 million. That's your Netflix subscription money, people, going to make this movie. Um, it is on Rotten Tomatoes, 66%. Average rating, six out of 10. And, you know, we don't have any box office, obviously. But the movie is based on a graphic novel called uh, Cuidad, which I believe is Spanish for city, right? I think. Ciudad. 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 Ciudad uh, by Andre Parks, Joe and Anthony Russo, Fernando Leon Gonzalez, and Eric Skillman. So this is based off a graphic novel the Russos wrote. And like I just mentioned, it's a little bit of a mini Marvel reunion. It is produced by the Russos and Chris Hemsworth. It is written by Joe Russo, based off his graphic novel, and directed by Sam Hargrave. In his feature debut, Hargrave is was a stunt coordinator for the most recent Marvel Avengers movies, second unit director on Infinity War, and Endgame, and doubled for Chris Evans in The Winter Soldier and The Avengers. So here you have a stunt guy, essentially... Directing a movie, and uh, as you'll see, it, it makes a We've difference. We've seen this before. I was just going to yeah. mention yeah. that uh, this this type of movie probably would have gone straight to DVD, yeah, or you know something like that in the past. But with the success of John Wick, I think who was a stunt coordinator who yep, first time directing, yeah, yeah, this movie's kind of got similar buzz. Yeah, yeah, and it shows. Also starring in this movie, of course, you got Chris Hemsworth. You got uh, Rud Rakesh Jaiswal. We're gonna have a lot of Indian names playing the kid Ovi. Uh, you have uh, Randeep. I want to hear you yeah, say these. Randeep Hoda as Saju, uh, who's uh, the kid's uh, like uncle, sort of. Wait, who else should I mention? Just do all of them. Shivam Vichari, Piyush Kati. We have Arti Kulkarni, Umkant Patil, Parveen Indu. Swapnil Kokum. Ooh, that's the best one. This is like the winners of last year's Spelling Bee. Pangjaj Tripathi, Niha Mahajan, Palas Prajap- Prajapati. Even some of these are Tripathi. I love all these. I don't know where the one f- name starts and the other one begin- ends. <laughs> and David Harbour. Oh. Yes. That's, lame. Have a that's a lame name. Cameo from another Marvel guy we're going to see in Black Widow, David Harbour. Um, so rugs, I'm going to have you actually give us the plot of this movie that takes oh my place God. Do in I even remember what the plot Bangladesh. <laughs> Unless, uh, all right. So right, Thor is a dude Thor, who yes. is, uh, kind of brooding 
And uh, uh, as far as I know, he's some kind of mercenary. Okay. Okay. And uh, this drug lord who's competing with a, another drug lord, uh, direct competition, ki- kidnaps one of the other drug lord's sons. So all of a sudden, they need a mercenary to go retrieve and, and rescue this dude. Perform an extraction. Perform an extraction. And I was very upset that there was no dentistry in this movie. <laughs> there's no wisdom teeth being pulled. No. There's no nitrous uh, gas. There's no, no uh, yeah. laughing gas involved. But yeah. anyway, so uh, of course they call um, Thor up and Thor has to go perform this ex- extraction with his team. Now, what happens is um, the dude who has the drug lord who has his kid kidnapped, he goes and taps this other dude to go grab him, to go grab him as well. So there's two competing guys that are trying to get this kid uh, to safety. Meanwhile, the other drug lord has the police in his pocket, so they are caught between yeah. all of the police and military in Bangladesh uh, and Saju, the other guy. Thank you for uh, letting me finish. From that. the thing. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave that part out, Rux, honestly. No, but that's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there, there's a lot of bullshit that ensues of people like not being whose side is everybody on. And but the, it doesn't matter what the plot is because it's action from here on out. It is. It's just a way to get you from A to B. Shoot your way through the credits. Anthony. Yes. You were down on this movie. What was your initial thought after the movie ended? Well, you can get my instant reaction on oh, Patreon. That's right. But my initial thought was. Wow, that was very entertaining, right? That was some good action. I don't, I don't know how you guys have seen more action than me, but I was like, wow, this. there's not a ton of plot here. Yeah. And there's not a really a ton to sink into as far as character depth other than maybe Chris Hemsworth's character. But as far as the action, if, if you're going in and you want to see a fucking rock'em sock'em movie that's like a throwback to the 80s where Absolutely. it's just one guy against an entire fucking world, yep. this is that movie. And it's kind of like where that's where the John Wick man on fire similarities come from. It's like you meet a guy, he's got a vague mission and he's just got to get to the end by shooting his way through. Yeah. Uh, huge body count in this movie, but they're all faceless dudes because they all have masks on. So at some point you're like, whoa, he's still killing these people. Uh, but I also uh, came out of this going, holy shit. What uh, the action was intense, was amazing. There is an amazing like 12 minute chase action scene that is stitched together to look like a one take a oneer, uh and it is fucking so impressive and this is where you see this guy sam hargrave's stunt experience uh really come into play because i thought like you said anthony old school action in the 90s but you could follow a lot of the action everything made sense characters didn't jump around uh uh the continuity was solid which is really hard to do on an action movie, but we know the Russo brothers are good at doing that. Did you guys like Chris Hemsworth in this? Well, wait, let me just say one thing in that about the action. I, I also want to kind of hear rug boys initial yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, but that, that one scene where he's in the apartment complex yeah. and he's helping the kid and protecting him again. And then the other guy Sanju is coming in to help and you don't know what's going on. And yeah. then they're getting fucking bashed with cars. Yeah. That literally felt like a fucking video game in all like the best ways for me. <laughs> This scene is amazing because it starts with a car chase and then they end up and then there's a gunfight in a building. They go up the building. They're jumping to a roof over. They're tumbling off of the building and then getting into another car. And there's a knife fight when they get to the street and it's all one fucking take. 
the one take where they that's the spot where they like zoom in so you're in the car yes it just goes and then in zoom the car. back yes. out and, and you're out, out now watching the chase yeah. i mean i was like what the fuck how do but, they do this so and it was pretty seamless like you could see a few spots where they could have an edit but i watched there's a making of a uh, little featurette uh online that i watched and literally sam hargrave was sitting on the front of a car with a camera shooting all of this shit like he was in there he was the one sweeping in and sweeping around them uh, he shot most of that, and he was the one that jumped across the building because when the camera jumped with them across the building, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I've shit. never seen that before because now you're thinking of the camera guy and how this is working, and he literally jumped with them on a wire to get there. Rugs, what did you think of the action? The action was good. I mean, the action brought something new to the table. Now, this is a genre film. Yeah, It has this genre formula. It has, um, you know, uh, cliches all over the place. Oh yeah, obviously. But it's a sixty-five million dollar film. Yeah. All right. That is not what most uh, Fast and the Furious is. You're topping the budget at two hundred million. Absolutely. You don't need a lot of money if you know how to shoot something properly. And one of the reasons that they use those faceless guys is because that way you could just use the same guys over and over and over. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And so they saved a shitload of money. Uh, they made this at a good a, a good budget. And I mean, the entertainment value that you get for $65 million is impressive. The action, obviously, if you put the action in a person who knows action's hands, you're going to get a John Wick. Yeah. You're going to get something like that because, and I'm glad that John Wick is one of the movies that broke this ground. That's why it's so important that we recognize John Wick in, 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 cause this, this is, um, kind of the, the, the product, the, the child of letting these stunt guys start to, put these movies together are they the most cerebral deep movies with great rich characters no but they're entertaining yeah the act right yeah yeah so you have to juggle like what what do you want to do when you go to the movies chris hemsworth he does a great job i feel like that he put his heart and soul into it i do think that the russo brothers kind of um soured him in a way because i could never take him seriously even in this movie mm. like even when i was trying his hardest i'm still thinking of him like being naked and getting hit with a basketball on his head like in, in, <laughs> in Ragnarok. In Ragnarok. Yeah. You know, like just stuff like that. Like, I feel like I, I'm like, um, I, I still see Thor. I still feel like the typecasting in there. So, um, in one way, yeah, it, it, it's, I don't know. It, it didn't quite work a hundred percent, but it's still like he did. He didn't like slack on it. He's not like his fault or anything. I can't really blame him. So I feel like uh, it was serviceable. I'm very happy with this movie for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how, how does it yeah. compare? I would just want, because Ruggs watches a ton of action. Yeah. How does it compare to like the great action films in terms of I fight think choreography? It's, I, this is a very noteworthy film. I I would say it does bring something to the table. Wow. I, I really think it does. I think it, John Wick. All right. So John Wick works because it's so over the top and cartoony. All right. Yeah. This, this, dials it back a little bit so it's not as unrealistic as john wick because john wick does some crazy ass shit and you know he's still doing headshots and whatever yeah and he's doing the same things here but it's a little bigger in this it's a little bit more like comic booky than it should be reality wise but it's nowhere near as just like over the top as john wick Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you're taking john wick and you're bringing it down a little bit but it's still got a lot of drama in there it's still got some like fucking jaw dropping things that are happened, but a lot of these things are plausible. 
I felt it was pretty gritty and pretty realistic. Um, I, there's the there's several action scenes that I love. The first one where he first gets the kid, and then he literally rakes a guy. His name is Tyler Rake, and he rakes a dude in the face. Oh, he just shoves his face. He, a, he kills somebody Jesus. with a rake. Fucking brutal. And then the fight with David Harbor. You got two big guys over six feet going at it. Also very brutal. My favorite fight scene, yeah. besides like the big one, yeah. is where he beats up the kids. Oh yeah, that's, I love I him beating up the, kids. I <laughs> he's just I tossing that. them like ragdolls. Bangladeshi child kid assassins after, and he's just slapping them aside and pushing them down. I was, oh, like, I was fucking. I was laughing he my is ass off. Beating up on little kids. You, but, you know what this movie needed? Yeah, I, I was slightly disappointed because it's like a woke eighties film in that like yes. there's no there's no yes. like one liners from Chris yeah. Lensworth yes. or anything. And he's like they've he's got a little depth where he's like kind of crying. So yeah. like, you would never see yeah. that in eighties. Yeah. But what this movie really needed was a big boss at the end for him to fight. Well, I think yeah. it was ironic. Like the guy playing the main bad guy, I thought was very good, but he never comes across any of them during right. the movie. Like they, well, this is going to be a franchise. Yeah, you know, yeah. Absolutely. They, they left it. They left it dangling. It, it, I mean, the, the story ends in a way that they could just sew it up and never go back to it, but they, it's enough that they, they can keep going. So, so it's interesting. Anything that you just said uh, about Crimson Hemsworth, because yes, he is in this, a vulnerable action star, something that's unlike your Stallones and and uh, your Schwarzeneggers. But can he break out of Marvel? Can he be a legit action hero? His charm is one of his strengths, and I feel like they could have added some more of his charm in here to help his character. Well, but I, I think they were try- that was on purpose. Like I think he wanted a role where he could do action, but he didn't have to rely on being a goofball. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's just my thought on it. I feel like that he's still it's still there though. Right. Like I don't think he's, he's escaped it. Like I don't think there's that transfer. Like when you see, um, like Jake Gyllenhaal or something, like he he'll do a charming like romantic film, but then all of a sudden he'll be like a Nightcrawler, right? Mm. And you're like, oh my god, this yeah. guy's a fucked up crazy yeah. dude. You know, like he doesn't quite make the transformation. I see that he's still Thor. Yeah, like in 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 not in every way, but I'm th- I'm thinking there's there's a big percentage of Thor still in there. Um, I mean so, it's gonna he's you know it's good it's important the roles he picks and we've seen him be funny in Ghostbusters and then we've seen him really fine tune it in, in Avengers and Infinity War, but he but, he could make know, a run as I, a I, legit action guy. Like Keanu doesn't really transform himself either. Yeah, no, yeah Ke- no, he, Keanu's played just, the same guy in every movie yeah, for a long time. So I'm but I'm just saying like. We we just have, for some reason have been okay with Keanu like not as long as he's physically performing. Yeah, I think that's what we come to expect from Keanu is that he physically puts himself into the performance. So I think that Chris did that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that twelve minute so, scene they couldn't use stunt guys really like they had to do. They probably did, but th- like they used them so well yeah. that we don't even really yeah. know where. The stunt guy but, and in Chris Evans began. A lot of I mean, the, not, I mean, I mean Chris. Uh, Chris, <laughs> wait, wait, Chris is this? Sorry. There's um, many Chris's. Chris yeah. Chris many Chris's. Right. Uh, but there's a lot of shots that it's you know it, the camera is a wide shot and you can clearly see it's fucking Hemsworth and that guy. I mean, I mean, the only criticism I really had is like, you know, you you could you could have maybe done a little bit more character work. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mentioned the boss, and then the, the really the other thing is you could have done maybe a little more to make the kid someone I gave a fuck about. Well, they tried yeah, to the do that. The kid needed a lot more actually, because he he's got like an interesting thing where it's yeah. like he's the son of two drug lords and he's just yeah. being used as a pawn. Like, yeah. how does that feel? Yeah. How do you feel being like that? But really, the only thing they give you is, uh, oh, he likes to play the piano. 
<laughs> That's it. Well, I mean, I thought him and, and uh, Hemsworth had a good chemistry by the yeah. end of it. Like, he, he did legit care for him. And they try to give you some character development at the top when he's hanging out with his buddies. But that's it. And he's just a package. The way that I see it, and um, I don't know if it comes off as well in the movie because it, it does sometimes. It comes through, but then it's not. I don't think it's there enough. Is that he wants to die. Yeah. He, he says death wish. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's something that keeps him. Well, the reason why he doesn't die is because the kid. And then when the kid's safe, then he can die. Right. Right. And, right. you know, there's a couple of times where he walks into somebody shooting him and then he's waiting for the, the gun to and, and for some reason the gun fails but yeah. he just doesn't do anything well and they give you that vague kind of you know the thing where he's remembering his dead kid and it's blurry and they just every so often remind you and you're like oh he must have had a kid die and then you find out what happened uh and then you know it's nice that they tie it up at the end um uh, some other things i love i love the india bangladesh setting not india bangladesh right anything it's uh, it's Bangladesh. Dhaka. You just yeah. you don't see a lot of you know action movies take place there, and I could understand a lot of what they were saying. They were speaking in Urdu. I was like, oh, I don't even need the captions. This is great. Uh, I loved so that dude Saju. You know, it was his role was a little confusing because he was working for the kid's dad, and then he was told to snag the kid from the extraction team. But but no, it, that wasn't it. What he was wasn't, it? Well, he was working for the dad, but he they didn't have enough money. They weren't going to pay him to yeah. hire the mercenaries to yeah. get the job done. So he lied and said that you have to go get the job done to pay it. He basically made the mercenaries do all the dirty work, right. and then he was his plan was to capture them, Snatch capture him. him from the mercenaries, yeah. and never pay the mercenaries and stiff them. But it's but, a little convoluted. It's a little whatever. bit convoluted. Yes. Whatever. I mean, I got, I understood the whole thing. Yeah. I, I, I was, was it was a little confusing. But Saju, by the end, this dude is fucking badass. Like the, the you could see how much he cares for the kid, and then when they finally team up on the plan on the bridge, I was rooting for fucking Sanju. I was like, go. Uh, I thought that that was, and he looked great. It was a great, uh, great character and uh, great physicality from that guy. No, they they brought. I was surprised. I was I was pleasantly surprised by the whole film. I, it was one of those where I'm like, I want to see what this director can do with like more growth. Like this is a right? good first film under his belt. Yeah, yeah. You know, like with more refinement. Like I want to see what else he could put out, and maybe like if he like even invests in like a good script that maybe. Um, where there's good character to work in there. Maybe like he could really knock one out of the park in the future. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt that he's got the Russo's around to help and ask questions. Oh yeah. I mean, th- this movie is all funded because of, it only happens because the Russo's, this yeah. is a straight to DVD film without them. But I could, yeah, said- I think the Russo's were like, uh, this is my theory. The Russo's started working on these Marvel films and he was their guy. Yeah. Right. He was completely uh, contributing so all these movies where they have these like Winter Soldiers that kind of one of the some of the best action scenes in Marvel is in the Winter Soldier. Movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, they're like, oh, this guy is fucking got something. So let's he wants a movie. Let's let's fucking do that. And then we can we'll all fucking work together and we'll fucking cement this relationship together. That's I think what that's how Tom Cruise was with, with uh, Macquarie. Yeah, yeah. He found a guy that like, oh, he contributes and he really is. He makes me look the best that I ha- ever have. So I'm going to keep working with this guy. Well, the Russos are also doing that with the Marvel movie actors. So they're a production company. They've been producing these side projects like they did one with Chadwick Boseman. This one, they pulled Chris Hemsworth. They have a couple other things. So they're producing these non-Marvel movies that they want to make and pulling in Marvel talent. 
And it's a I think smart- this is the best Netflix release that, that I've I, seen. So I was just going to say wow. that this is better. I mean, I mean, I agree. Action wise. No. I mean, yeah. you have like Marriage Story, which is a great movie yeah. as well. But like it's better than Code Six Underground and Bright, which would be their two compar- comparable action movies that Netflix made. I definitely think it's one of their best action movies they have put out to date. Six Underground was Six so underground. cliche yeah. and a joke I mean, of itself. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. It's uh, Michael Bay. It, yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's bombastic and it costs way more than this. Yeah, hmm. but this is more of like, look, I half the money that you had. I'm filming in in Bangladesh. Yeah, I'm like not using any fucking. I don't have any supermodels half naked in this movie. Yeah. It's all action. I mean, and- I would welcome it, but like still <laughs> um, all action. So like, he's really like th- my centerpiece is I'm going to take Chris Hemsworth and I'm going to show him how badass he can be. And I'm going to introduce these new characters that no one's seen before. Like these guys, we've never seen these actors before, but now I want to see more. Well, here's a- even though I can't understand what the fuck they're saying. Well, here's another great name. The girl who played Nick, Nick Khan. Her name is goal Shifte Farhani Farhani. She's kind of a rising star. Has been in a couple of things, and uh, we'll probably see. She was really good. I loved the kid. I thought he was great when he killed fucking David Harbor. Uh, that was an amazing scene, and you just see on his face like the fucking kid got a kill. That's how huge the body count Look, is in I, this movie. I, I, back back to back. I watched this and I watched Rambo. Oh, Rambo! Oh, last wow, blood. that's that's last a good blood. that's a good back to back. Is this better than and Rambo? Th- this Rambo can't even get close to this oh movie. my god i'm not i don't even want not to watch even that in a million years i mean does rambo have stallone in it yes does rambo but have 72 year old stallone yeah but i mean he's still, still jacked still he's jacked it's still stallone uh anthony you said that you but, this would have been straight to to uh bod or dvd i disagree i could have seen this movie in the theater it would it would have not made any money. No, I don't, th- I don't no. think it would have done very. It, first off, the title right alone is a straight to DVD title. Extraction, yeah. <laughs> extraction. It is kind of vague and generic. It, it, it would. This is not the type of movie. I I would disagree. I, this is not the type of movie that is suitable in this time for a movie release. Like if it was fifteen years ago, yeah, yeah, oh, you I could see, put this out I see what you're in saying. the theater. I see what you're, there's a lot of. Like, we would have all went to this. Yeah, right. fucking crazy. Like because we went to see action movies back then. But well, we didn't have Netflix at home at that. Time. I also think, like the although John Wick is kind of bringing it back, there's yeah. like a missing, like the the viewing public the last maybe ten years, maybe even longer, just doesn't have an appetite for R-rated action films anymore. See, this to me was refreshing. But, like yeah, I, I know, but this is like kind of like well, along with John Wick, like kind of bringing that back that yeah, appetite. Yeah. There, I mean, you have Atomic Blonde, which also I think. That was a fun film. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's also, but I, I, you know, it's been a while since we've seen a good R-rated action flick, and this definitely satisfied that urge there. Uh, but let's talk about the end of a movie for a second, because they are clearly there's some plans to make more. So the very end of the movie, uh, the kid does get saved. There's a great big bridge scene. Chris Hemsworth shooting off the last guys. He thinks he's safe. Suddenly gets shot in the back by the one kid. That kid, Fahad. In the neck. In the, in neck. the neck. Oh, yeah. Right in the neck. And the bullet goes through. And it's this kid that's been after him. That's been impressing the the drug lord. He's already cut off his fingers. And uh, they rush back to get him. And he gives them a look saying, no, it's okay. Go be safe. And just, I didn't knew this was, this was predictable. I was like, he's going to fall back off the bridge into the water. And, of course, 
closes his eyes, falls back into the water off the bridge. You don't see a body cut ahead to eight months. The kids in the swimming pool. This was another weird thing. He jumps in the swimming pool and goes and sits on the bottom. Similar to how Tyler Rake did in the beginning of the movie. But how would the kid know this? He doesn't. Why is he it's doing just convenient? Yes. Right. He never saw him do it. Anyways, suddenly he's like something alerts him underwater. He comes up and he turns and in the background, there's a blurry guy that looks to be wearing uh, military uh, clothes. And then it just cuts to black. Oh, shit. real quick, leaving it very ambiguous. What did you guys think of the ambiguous ending? I think it's good. I mean, you could end the movie there or you can uh, have some more with Lee. I, I agree. I mean, it's it's left to, uh, you know, how well this movie does for Netflix. But I initially thought it was just a dr- like he was kind of like dreaming that he was oh. seeing him. But oh. then one of, one of my friends was like, it's clear he's back and they're doing a sequel. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's also what it could be and probably going to be a sequel. They could also do a prequel. I say, I've, I saw this article that they're either thinking prequel or sequel. But- I mean, the, yeah. the the formula is there. Just stick yeah. them in another yeah. country and let yeah. them go to work. Have another, yeah. So, and I think it's nice for people who want who want him to be dead and want closure. You could still pretend he's dead, and that's fucking somebody else. But it was a nice little, uh, nice little Easter egg, uh, little cliffhangery thing at the end there. I thought I would watch. So do all the one. movies have to be extractions. Well, yeah. What is the next one going to be called? Distraction or retraction? <laughs> what do you you call extraction? The second abstraction. Abstraction. Another extraction. Extraction 2 Electric Boogaloo. I can see this being a successful franchise, like a Mission Impossible uh, action thing. I wouldn't go with Mission Impossible. It'd be like John Wick, Taken. Yeah, right? ta- yeah, like the Taken movies, which are all... Yeah, I would say it's Taken more, level. It is more Taken. You're absolutely right. Because Except, except not as many jump... Like, Taken has so many fucking cuts oh, within one fight The worst editing scene. and the worst Well, improbable. that's because you got a guy that's like 65 years old. This is true. But even like anything. the scenes with car chases, like they just have these improbable things happen that you're like, that car would never would have landed flat. What the fuck? This movie made a lot of sense. I could follow the action. I and mean, it, those, well, real quick on that car because it just sparked something. When yeah. both of those guys get smacked by cars, oh, I yeah. audibly was like, oh, my oh, God. Like, like, you could just feel it. <laughs> yes. It's great. The camera's right there. You're with them. And then he gets up and hits him. No, that's one of the things that I noticed from Winter Soldier. Yes. That's the was, Russo style. Like, if you watch that scene yep. where he beats up the kids, yep. it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's like Captain America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys up. They're, it's the same exact thing. They have a way to shoot the fights where you feel these brutal hits. Like. I don't know how they do it. It's just very solid and you feel the hit. Well, he's just, I mean, he's smashing heads into walls. Yes. I mean, it's insane. It's amazing. But he uses so many things. Like he'll use stuff around. It was great seeing him use things that are around him and knives and guns and whatever's around. Like the rake, he will just fucking use anything. It was fantastic. I think this is, this movie's part Raid Redemption yeah. and Raid. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got uh, John Wick. And I think if you marry those two films together. Yeah. You can start to get this movie. Yeah, you yeah. talk about like the hallway scenes. Like the whole movie is the hallway scene in this case, at least the middle of it. Uh, it does drag here and there when there's no action. You're like, back I, to the I action. saw one criticism that yeah. for from like a woken person or whatever. Yeah, uh, you want to? You want? I bet you could guess it. Um, hold on, let me think. The, it's a white guy that's going in to save everybody. Yeah, white people. savior. Yeah, white <laughs> savior. Like, oh and the God. brown people. Yes. I was thinking that too, yeah. but I mean, like, I was like, oh. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, there's this is going to be like the contention right here is that this white dude is going in to do something that no one else can do. But, but then you had the girl, you got the, Nick, but but then no. you got the other guy right. 
was just as good as him. There, yeah, that's that's where I'm like, he's Saju is also yes. his equal, yes. and he's a good guy. Yeah. So you you, yeah. you think it's you, that there's a diversion where you're yes. like, is Saju a bad guy? Yeah. But he's also a good guy. But then he's he turns around, he's like, he wants to save save the kid too. That's where I got a little lost. But then when I realized what was going on, I was like, God damn! And this guy, he was a fucking badass. Just a fucking badass. He looked great. Um. All right, that's good. So yeah, eh, we'll see. I. What would you rate it? Let's rate it. I'm going to give it, I'll start, I'll give it a solid seven. As far as action movies go, and Netflix, I think to me, this is a seven. Anthony? I rated it a seven as well on Patreon, I think, and okay. I'm going to stick with that, either seven, seven and a half. Yeah. You just have to go in with, like, you have to know what you're watching. Yeah. And if you go in knowing, it's, this is, I'm, I want to watch a solid action flick then you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this movie. I don't see how you can't. I mean, there's some masterful craftsmanship movie making here. Very impressive for a first time director yes. that just was a stunt coordinator. Yeah, and yeah. then a second so, unit director. Rugs, what do you give it? This movie is a genre film. It has a formula, and they follow the formula we've seen in many other genre films. Yeah, but what what they do bring to the table is uh, John Wick and all these other. Uh, like the raid have all like kind of innovated a- action, and this one kind of combines that. Yeah, and and it does it for for Netflix. I saw and the- it does it for a small budget. So I think that it is a important uh, film for right now. Like what this is what Netflix can bring us. So I think that the, the fact that this movie shines a light on it, it is kind of an important movie. So I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Nice. Nice. I do think the one thing it brings to action movies that nobody else has done yet is that one take. The traditionally these one huge one takes are in not action movies and kind of drama movies and other kind of productions. Oh, Children of Men had it. That one that one was pretty good, yeah. There was a movie that uh was a Jason Statham film that was done in all one point perspective. Oh, that uh, uh the POV yeah, movie. The ha- Harry? N- no, no, not not Crank. Something Harry. Uh yeah, when, I don't when he met Sally, when Harry met Sally, <laughs> no. I'll look it up right now. Statham. <laughs> it was called um, it was it was a name. It was like a, a, a adverb and then the name or an adjective. I'll get it name. in two seconds. Just hold on. But solid action movie. Uh, coming up next for the Russos. This just announced they have working on the live action Hercules movie for Disney. Oh no, Russo brothers producing. And what's Hemsworth doing? He will be playing Hulk Hogan in a biopic next. Oh, shit. That actually would be... I, I remember talking about that. Yes. That I'm interested in. Who's directing that? Written and directed by the guys who brought you Joker, Todd Phillips, Scott oh. Silver. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, I don't shit. know. Yes. The that Joker, could be really good or really bad. I know. The Joker guys are bringing you Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan. And it's for Netflix also. So that'll be a Netflix movie. That I will watch. I love Netflix biopics. Like The Dirt and Molly Crew. Fucking hilarious. Rugs, did you find the title? No. You son of a bitch. Is it the one with him and Jet Li? No, that's not it. It's not tra- any of the Transporter films, which I love the I don't think it's a Jason Statham film you're you're thinking of. It's not? No. <laughs> or maybe that he's not. there's nobody in the movie. There's nobody in that movie, no. Well, because it's point of view. You never see the, the guy. hardcore hair? Yes, that's the one. You never see the guy. It's a first-person view the whole time. I tried watching it. It gave me a headache. Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry. That's it. That's it. It's it's the gimmick is too much for a whole movie. And Charto Copley is the lead. Charto Copley from District 9. Yes. Yeah, when you shart in your pants. You shart. That's yeah. what you get. 
<laughs> All right, let's finish up uh, this week with a little what are we watching. Anthony, you got anything aside from the movies that you uh, mentioned? Well, I have The Last Dance. Yes, um, still very good. Dennis still, Rodman episodes were great. Yeah, oh my God. Dennis Rodman, for, for what it's worth, you would never see a fucking guy in the middle of a season take a <laughs> vacation sleep? to Las he's Vegas. He's like, I'm going to go to Vegas for like three, for what, four days? Yeah, and it, well, he's supposed to go for, he only supposed to be gone for two days and he was gone for longer. And then they send Michael Jordan to pick him up and he's got like Carmen Electra <laughs> Oh in my his God, bed. that was great. And Carmen's like, yeah, there was a knock at the door and Michael Jordan was there and I was trying to hide. Jordan was like, there are all sorts of things that I <laughs> don't can't say on camera that yes. were going on in that yeah. bedroom. Oh my so, God. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Um, I have a Braveheart review coming pretty soon. Oh, that's a sp- oh, really? Seth Morgan sponsored review. Yeah, that's a sponsored one. And then It'll be free. I'm staying at least for now, probably the next couple days at least, maybe longer, staying on Oscar-nominated Best Picture film. So that's where I'm at. I don't know exactly what yet I'm going to watch, but uh, I always figure it out the day of and then just put it on and go from there. There's a point. As you go in the past, these movies get... Really, you're not going to like them. How do you select a movie? Are you just seeing what's available to you to watch, or how's it go? What I Well, I just buy them now, but um, I spend like the three bucks. But uh, I'll look, I've been going with Best Picture winners, and then I'll like look at what else was in contention, and I'll, look, I'll just like pick it, look at the poster, and go, okay, I'll try this one. Like, I'm literally just flying blind on a lot of these now. Okay. Yeah, just uh, just expanding the palette, seeing what's going to happen. Wait till you get to, like, Driving Miss Daisy and uh, fucking <laughs> Not, the, the Shakespeare I already saw Driving Miss Daisy. It was called Green Book. Yes, that's exactly the same <laughs> fucking movie and why it's going to be nominated every time you make the same fucking movie. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to go, like, deep in the 90s and 80s because like, some of those, like, I'm English just waiting patient. for him to watch some Darren Aronofsky films uh, or some shit. I got to like get that. to those, yeah. yeah you're gonna get I to, don't want to watch, I don't think I want to watch The English Patient. You're going to get to English like Patient. You're going to get a lot of movies with, um, uh, 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 what's his name? Anthony, uh, the British guy, fuck, who played Silence Bourdain, of the Lambs? Bourdain, no. Anthony uh, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins playing British butlers. There's a bunch of like Oscar movies that are like <laughs> English period pieces of Anthony Hopkins as a fucking butler. It's going to get a little boring. I, I, he's a forever Hannibal Lecter for me. So. He is. Well, he's a bunch of good things. Yeah. What was it, Clarice? Uh, I've been fly, watching. Fly, fly. I, I wanted fly, fly, to know if you guys have been checking out. The Saturday Night Live at Home episodes. They've aired two Clips of them. of here and there. Uh, I got to say, this very. I was very excited when they decided to do this. They've done two. The one a few weeks ago was like maybe like 40, 50% funny. The rest of it wasn't. This last one got better. More percentage of funny bits. Of course, Weekend Update, always funny. And a lot of great guest stars. You had uh, Brad Pitt playing Anthony Fauci, which was hilarious. He had some fucking great one lines. Uh, Ruggs, what have you thought of this them adjusting to making these things at home some of these things are funny but i just feel like you know you're limited but you have to be creative i don't know how far they could take it but i feel like it's all about planning yeah right yeah you can get a lot done if you plan properly yeah. so i think that they could even take it even further there's still how, how are they doing it and run I, I don't watch any so of this it's all taped everyone is taping bits and videos from home and coordinating editing so they're by themselves Yes, they're by themselves, and oh. like this week, there was uh, Aidy Bryant was with Kate McKinnon, but I believe they both filmed their parts on green screens, and then somebody went in and put them together in a video. But like weekend update, it's like watching a Zoom call. Like you have Colin Jost, Michael Shea up on the screen, and it goes back and forth. 
Uh, and it still it still kind of works. And of course, the hmm. music the musical performances the guys just tape wherever in their studio, send it in. So it's all pre taped. Uh, Anthony, the two weeks ago they did one of the most hilarious things I've seen. It was an animated bit. It was middle aged mutant ninja turtles. Oh shit! And it was fucking hilarious. They're just there like washing their car, doing their taxes. <laughs> it's like not exciting anymore. Yeah, it was so good. And the theme song was great. But they've had some great guests, and uh, it's. Again, it's like you know, America needs baseball back. Uh, SNL is always important. I remember. I like the um, I like the Architectural Digest uh, episode. Oh, uh, what was installment? What was that? They also. I think they went to Beck Bennett's house. Oh, supposedly, right. if it was his house, <laughs> that's or right. Some other person's yeah. house. But he just sitting there t- pointing out how shitty his house is. <laughs> they they've hit all the things yeah. like Zoom meetings and you know uh, TV stuff and all the things you would do staying at home, being stuck in quarantine. They I they could milk it a little bit more, but you're right, Rugs. At some point, you're gonna have done all the things that you could kind of do. I mean, they 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 could do a lot yeah. if they really stretch their imaginations and and what they have. They could do a lot. But I was gonna say, like nine eleven. I remember when Saturday Night Live came back after nine eleven and how kind of important it was to show that, like, look, we're getting back to business. They were one of the first shows to come. Well, back. you want something that's timely. Yes. You know. Yeah. So. SNL's back. It makes me feel a little bit better right now, and everything's all fucking crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> I would check it out. So that's that's uh they're they're doing with the canon. It's getting better. Oh, rugs. What do you? Uh, watching? I'm watching yeah. a few things. Well, of course, I'm I'm staying the course on Clone Wars. I don't know if this was the final episode, but it ended in a fucking awesome lightsaber battle and uh, Ahsoka Tano versus Darth Sounds Maul. Awesome. And it was fucking breathtaking, and one of the best lightsaber battles ever in all of Star Wars, I think. Um, I would say it's up there in the top five. Damn. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, yeah, I watched Rambo: Last Blood. I did a um, Corona binge report, uh, second installment to my film review thing, and I've touched upon some of the stuff today about uh, films and genres and things like that, and uh, formulas that they use and how you can spot. That's them. awesome. Thanks for sending hey, that in. I will post so, uh, that. Yeah, I just sent that in. Um, Westworld uh, season three, the, the season finale is coming up. The last episode was crazy. Yeah, Westworld's building up. I mean, the action in Westworld, like, I have no idea what the yeah. fuck is going on, but the action yeah, pretty is good great. Season. I agree now. And it's yeah. very dramatic and fucking thrilling. And uh, as far as YouTube, I like to watch YouTube. So two things I watched on YouTube was Post Malone doing uh the an entire nirvana concert from his house was it good with travis barker um i'm on a scale of one to ten i probably give it like a a seven. Oh wow yeah anthony i was skeptical too and i watched it and he the fucking guy did a really good job they just straight saying the songs his voice kind of sounds like him i was like i don't like you but this isn't bad it's actually i wasn't good. like bowled over by it but i was like you know what good for you you're playing a guitar you're in a dress they played some you're, deep cuts too like i like the songs yeah, they you're playing like yeah not only the popular songs other stuff that like maybe people don't know yeah so i like that and then i'm gonna now confess that i've been watching not every single video but uh here and there a video of this this girl this young girl okay this already sounds weird it, it does it sounds really <laughs> fucking weird but there's this girl, her name is Joanna Sedia. Okay. And she was, and the reason why she got on my radar is because she supposedly got like to a million subscribers, like really fast. Wow. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is this, this girl doing? That's so great. So I'm like, I got to fucking see this. So it turns out she's like this nerdy chick 
that all, she doesn't the, the character might not be real right yeah. it could be this could be a made up character yeah but supposedly she's just a girl who does her schoolwork and uh, has no friends so this is all she does is make these videos so she's like this really weird person and she paints paintings and does and she seems to be like really and she only hangs out with her parents and it's just like a slice of her life and I just got fascinated by this. I'm like people are watching this, and I, I was like trying to figure out why. What's the name so, again? And is it real? Is this real? I don't she- know. I have no idea if it's real. What's her name? Joanna Sedia. She's just like this, like nerdy, nerdy, like <laughs> high school girl that's making videos and like doing me very memeable stuff. And but she got a million subscribers, and I was like, I have to see how this girl. Make got a million subscribers. This girl is making more money than all of us combined. I'm pretty sure if she's got three million. I have no fucking. idea, but she just took the fucking YouTube by storm. Oh, interesting. So all right. I, I, I was fascinated and I had to look it up and I watched some of it was entertaining. Rugs is some wow. of it was funny. Look at him. Rugs is watching a young girl. Good to know. Pretty soon he'll be on TikTok. <laughs> yes, Rugs. What are you downloading <laughs> the TikTok? We need more puppet dances on TikTok so Rugs can participate. You can do right. those dances. I know that this is. The, the, I, I hate to admit this, but like I have to tell people what I'm watching. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being honest. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes. Listener, check it out. I don't know. You may like it, uh, Anthony. Any final? You won't. Any final words? Any final words? Yeah. Um, no, I got nothing. All right. Well, leave us a rating and review and help a podcast listener. Trying to get to two hundred. We're still at 119. We need more. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me at Really Rug Boy on Twitter. Check the show notes for this episode, jockandnerd.com slash 326 for links to everything we talked about, how to stay in touch, how to subscribe, how to support the show, all that fun stuff. Uh, and tell a friend, share the show. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. <laughs> Show. Bro, do you even podcast? That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good.